Because of the snowstorms of December 2008, Jeremy and Eric have been stuck shoveling their driveways. Here is an unearthed episode from August 21st, 2008. Welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. I'm Man Boob. And I am Tits on Bull. We're going to talk about nicknames. Man boob. <laughs> what? Do you do you like nicknames? I don't like that one. <laughs> All right, well. But unfortunately, I'm stuck with it. <laughs> yes, man boob. You are stuck with it. No, I'm glad. I'm tits on bull. I mean, that's not much better than man boob. It's a lot harder to say. <laughs> man boob is... That is Boom. my Indian chieftain name. I am 164th oh, Native American. I am Chief Titsanbul. You're chief. Good chief. Lord. You're the chief of uselessness. <laughs> no, but... Um, Kaiser. Kaiser chief. Um, nicknames. I don't like nicknames. Titsanbul. Do you like nicknames? You ever have a guy hey, who's, who's like... supposed to be making the fire tonight? Titsanbul. Titsanbul. He can't do anything. <laughs> He's useless. We go hungry tonight. <laughs> we eat squaw. <laughs> I am Chief Titanbull. That is the way it will be. Squaw, <laughs> get on fire. <laughs> we don't have a fire yet, get on, Chief. Get on face. <laughs> get on my Facebook. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, nicknames. Come on. Uh, what? You ever have a guy Glucks. who's like, yeah, my Z- name's Mark, but... You can just call me Skippy. Skippy? <laughs> or y- you Oh, you were just making a I'm just making it up. I mean, general... I, you ever run into a guy that's just like, call me Bose? Dipshit. <laughs> you know, like Bozo. I've met um I've been alive for thirty two years and I've met a number of people oh, 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 yeah, who yep. have nicknames. Yep. And it's like like BJ or something. What the fuck is that? Yeah, I work with BJ. a guy who's got his initials as his name. And... Yeah, but BJ. I mean, come on. Well, there there was BJ from MASH. Uh, what was his name? BJ Honeycut. BJ Honeycut. And there was BJ Serhoff who played baseball. There was yeah. There was. It wasn't there a BJ in Cannonball Run too? Wasn't there? I don't remember. Was that the one with the ambulance? Or was that I Cannonball Run too? Anyways, I, I uh, I'm not talking about initials so much as like uh, you know, Skippy or Bucky. BJ I, and the I, Bear. I worked. I, and I didn't work. I, I went to um, um, middle school with a guy who everybody called him Hucky. Don't know why everybody called him Hucky. He did the, he did the huckle, Huckleberry. Was it? The Huckster. I'm the Hucky. I'm Hucky. Call me Hucky. He actually said that? No, he didn't say that. I never heard him say, call me Hucky. Did he, did People he, just did called he, him Hucky. Oh. What was his real name? Alex. Hucky. I always called him Alex because I, yeah, I, there are certain people. Did you ever meet uh, a friend of mine named Spit? No. Oh. Well, there was this dude that... He was a State Street. Uh, State Street's a street in Madison where you can't drive cars, and it's where all the youngsters hang out or used to. Anyways, there's this dude named Spit. He was actually a little bit like you. Everything was funny. He was always on. He was always bam, bam, making jokes and laughing. He was a. Uh, he was. Uh, he did comedy sports. He was actually one of the performers for comedy sports for a while. And comedy sports is an improv thing that we do in Madison. Do they still do comedy sports in Madison? Sure. Well, the Dead Alewives are in are out of Milwaukee, and one of the members of Dead Alewives wrote. Uh, um, Scud. Oh, okay. Which sure. was a mm-hmm. really good comic. Yep. 
So anyways, you would ask this dude his name. and be like, my name is Spit. I'd be like, what? no, what's your name? He's like, no, my name is Spit. Just call me Spit. My name is Spit. How about Madonna? Fine, your name's Spit. So he and I Prince. actually became pretty good friends, but I would never call him Spit. His real name was Steve, and Steve, if you're listening, Spit. Steve, I don't know what you call it anymore. I, I hope I'm not divulging any secrets here, but <clears throat> he uh, got really irritated and agitated if you called him Steve. He wanted to be referred to as Spit. Wow. And I, 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 it's just this, I, I don't know, just nicknames. like Childish? Is it childish? I don't know what it is. Like maybe Alternate personalities? You don't like who you were because when you were well, growing that's up, you kind of bad connotations of your life that was spit's issue what happened to spit was he got the shit beat out of him one night for some reason i don't know why I'm, I'm by his parents not his parents he was out some kids came along and beat the shit out. i'm sure there was an altercation of some sort i'm sure he i, I don't know he i don't spit know on him he spit on them but so he got the shit beat out of him he's sitting by the river uh in madison here in his van and not in his van because he was a teenager at the time He's bleeding, he's all bruised up, and he's just like, oh, I'm a piece of shit, I'm useless, I'm worse than spit. And then after that, he's like, that's it, I want to be called spit. Or tits on bull. Tits on bull, I am tits on bull. So from that point on, he was named spit. Now, as he's growing older, I've met him actually at the bar a few times. He and I had a kind of a falling out a little bit, because uh, he was super duper manic. But that's a different story. And now he's Steve. But Oh, he's back to Steve. I he's thought back you said, to Steve, he's done with spit. I thought you said, wait a minute. When he was You're a kid, me because you said that you were divulging secrets. You didn't know. Well, the whole him getting beaten up, the origin of a spit handle. Yeah, but now, oh, and so he's he's not known as Spit anymore. No, he's now called Steve. But he okay. So this was but, the guy that did the comedy sports. Yes. Okay, I was a little confused. Sorry but, about that. Mm. I kind of go a little fast when I talk about my sto- my stories. Are you a little manic? I'm a little manic. Tits on boob. Tits on boob. Better than man boob. Man boob. <laughs> Or, Lux. or here, here's one. Here's Lux. one. Or zany, z- zany, zany, brainy, zany, zany, zany because sanish, oh. sane. I was insane and zany, zany. They, they used to call we, me zany. So, but okay. Something. So, but there's two types of nicknames. There's, there's the um, self-proclaimed nickname, and then there's the inherited nickname. Like when I was growing up, my nickname was Gotcher, and that's my last name. Well, sure, well, that's fine. Whatever. Hey, Gotcher. Hey, what's up? Zany, zany. People, you didn't, you weren't like, hey man, my name's Eric. Call me zany. Cause I'm crazy. No, you were probably just like, hey zany. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Right? Yeah. Well, it was, it was just the, 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 like the jocks that wanted to know the, the, the freaks, you know? And it would just kind of like make up a name for him and yeah, yeah, whatever. And so, and I was like, I don't give a shit what you think or talk about. Right. I'm who I am and whatever. You can call me Zany. You can call me Zany. I mean, and actually, that's not such a bad nickname, is it? I'm, I'm a little Zany, Zany, you know? No, that's a fine nickname, I suppose. But, like, uh, I've driven to Chicago many times, and there's somewhere between here, Madison, and Chicago, there's a, a morning DJ whose name is Man Cow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, I've not man. Yeah, okay, so there's man cow. Well, but, the, yeah, there's a radio show. Right. I guess he's. I think he's nationwide. But like, that's such a dumb name. But there's another guy who is in Madison. He's just like kind of this. I don't think he's around Madison anymore. But he kind of had this small nasally voice. Like, hey everybody, this is Hambone coming at you in the morning. Wow. I'm like, who the fuck calls themselves Hambone? I mean, if you really think about 
Like what a ham bone is. Why would you want to refer to yourself as ham bone? I don't know. Don't know. No clue. Nicknames. I don't no know. No clue. It seemed like a good way to start the show. So uh, I'm Jeremy. I'm man boob. <laughs> or I mean, no, Zany. Eric. We actually don't go by. Actually, I uh, called somebody at work tits on bull. Snack. <laughs> My name's Snack. That's a great name right there. That's that's going to be the picture for this podcast. Oh, just uh, just like a big bag of Cheetos. No, you, did you go to that web? Did you go to the? Did you type oh. in what I said? What was? Oh, it was the it was the gorilla dude. No, no. Type I it did. In. Type it in. I did, but all I found was like a woman with a leash around a gorilla dude. Well, he's not a gorilla. No. Type in M A D. All right, mad rolling dolls I, snack. snack images. Oh, images, images. No, no, not images, but just type in, but click on images. Oh, I see. Um, there you go, first one, black and white. Oh, that's snack. That's snack, and the ambulance is behind him. That's oh my god! <laughs> and he walks around. He's like in that harness. All right, so and guys, there's a woman. There's a big, tall woman, like a six foot woman, a really hot woman. That like yeah. the six foot hot woman is not in this picture. But no, but she guys she, like leads him around, and he's like. Arr! He barks at the crowd. Go to the go to the Google and type in Mad Rollin, no G, dolls, snack. Make sure you click on the images. The first one is this bald, snack. fat dude with a huge beard giving you the middle finger with a big old leather harness, just like a uh, <laughs> I'm motherfucking snack, bitches. I guess, Our, you know what? I We had a podcast. Doesn't I'm he like, look like snack, though? He does look like a snack. Now- we had a podcast, I think, a few weeks ago where I was like, who the fuck would do that? I mean, he doesn't get paid anything. Now that I'm looking at this picture, I understand. <laughs> this dude is probably like, I'll take 50 bucks and as much beer as I can drink to be your snack. You know? He probably just gets as much beer. He probably doesn't even get the 50 bucks. Because it's only like, you know, once every month or something. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go out there and have a good time. I'm going to be led around by this leash. Or he this. probably just gets to hang out with all the chicks and like, oh, snack, snack. Hell yeah. Oh, protect me, snack. He's like, yeah, I'm hanging out with the chick. I'm snack. I'm, I'm the motherfucking snack, oh, yo. Yeah. We're going to uh, dive do into a little experiment. We're going to make a movie. We're going to... Lipstick. How is lipstick made? No. <laughs> no. Hooves. Ground-up hooves colored with okra. O- o- I don't like jello. You don't? No. Wait a minute. I thought that was like your... your your, that's your keystone meal when you were a kid, like lime jello. Lime with pears. jello with pears. That's that's the, when I, in fact, when I, when I think of, of you, when Terry brings up your name, I'm like, oh, lime jello. Lime with pears. Pears. That's your nickname, lime jello with pears. That's a long nickname. That's hey, it's, what is it? Lime jello with pears. I am L J W P. Lime jello with pears. The Buffalo Skins have revealed that his name is Lime Jello with pears. When what I was, the hell is that? I never heard. That's what. That's, the, that's, that's what the buffalo skins and the stones and bricks. I'm and, just an interpreter. <laughs> I I read what I see. <laughs> the great one has spoken. <laughs> um, Angela with pears, come to the front. Wee. <laughs> Smoke the pipe. Smoke the pipe of pear. The pear pipe. The Jello pipe. When I was a kid, my mom. When I was a kid, I I did I loved Jello as a kid. Aha! I loved Jello. And pudding. Instant jello. Uh, jello jo- I, I didn't get pudding pops. My parents weren't, they could only afford the box shit. So I loved making it, pouring the milk in the pudding and stirring it up, putting it in the fridge. And the same thing with the jello, the boiling water and the cold water and mixing it all together and throwing it in the fridge. I loved all of that, right? And my mom, 
I guess was trying to expand your horizons, some uh, vitamins or something into my diet. So she'd be like, "We're gonna make Jello, but we're gonna put pears in it." And somehow I don't know how the concoction of lime Jello. Now I like lime. I like lime popsicles, lime suckers, lemon suckers, any sort of sour type of candy. I like that stuff. So I'm sure at some point I was like, yeah, mom, I love lime jello. And I like pears, I guess. I mean, I'm not a huge pear fan, but at some point she decided to combine the the, the lime jello and the pears. And so every event that featured jello had a fruit in it. Had no, it didn't just have a fruit in it. It had pears in it. So it was always Lime jello with pears. Stru- oh. Thanksgiving, Christmas, birthdays. Jeremy, I made your favorite thing. And then so... Ella, I brought you some more monkeys. Somehow I brought that to... Uh, my parents are divorced. So somehow I brought that to my other family's house, your sister and my father, and told them about the lime jello and pears. And I think they just found it hilarious. So now at every opportunity, they're like, ooh, we were going to make you lime jello with pears, but we forgot. <laughs> you know, so that's where... Lime Jello. I am Chief Lime Jello with pear. What well, kind of like the funny foods that yeah, became your trademark yeah. gift? Yeah, you're getting all that shit back. Every one of you motherfuckers and the whole family. What? Getting a gift of, except the spotted dick. I think I might keep this stuff. Well, you already told us now. You can't do it. You'll forget. Um. Anyway, so moving on. Uh, we're no, gonna. It's we're, been written in the uh, podcast. I will edit that part out. We're going no to... No editing. What? This is 100... Oh. No overdubs, no editing. This is like the Frank Zappa cast. Oh. Oh. It's completely raw. It's the it's Festival the of Fest. Cast. Festival um, Fest. We're going to... I want to write a movie. We're going to do that right now. We're going to we're gonna brainstorm. This is the... Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Writing a movie? Well... No, that's like sitting down on a okay, computer. Okay, we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna podcast a movie. We're going to vocalize. We're going to dictate a dictate. movie. Dictate... Now there's a name. There's a nickname. What, dictate. Dictate. Now is, wasn't that like a movie star from the? There's Dick Cheney. Well, our next vice president is Dictate. dictate. <laughs> hey, take. take this down. <laughs> oh, sorry, Dictate. I don't. I don't know what it is with the English accent with me tonight. Anyways, um, here it I like is. These cheddar bunnies. Here. Cheddar bunnies. Though. Um, pretty good. You ready? All right. What's your movie? The movie is. Wait. Wait. You're oh. gonna lay out the whole thing right away, or are you gonna like? Uh, well, I'm gonna give you the title. Ooh, uh, I think titles are almost actually best left for like after the movie's okay. written. I'm gonna give you the kind of like a baby, you know? You don't you... like our baby's gonna be named Bill. Now let's go have sex and, and, <laughs> and then wait nine months, and then Bill's gonna come out. Oh my God, it's a girl! Oh, it's damn Bill. It, it's Billy. I don't care. It's Billy Piper. <laughs> oh, it's B L I. Whatever. B- Anyways, yeah. Uh, no, I, I, seriously, that's the way I think. I'm going to give you the working title, which is basically oh. this summer, sum, summer, sum, surmising of the it's plot. It's the Cliff Notes version of um, the, yeah. Garage Sale, the movie. Oh. Now, this could go in a oh, number we've already, okay, yeah. of ways. Now, yep. here's, let me, let me, let me, I let me build the foundation, and perhaps we can expand upon this. And this was inspired by one of my own garage sale patrons that we had uh, during our two-week hiatus. So the idea is you get a group of people, perhaps four, your main characters, okay? <clears throat> and what they are, they're younger folks who have different interests in life, but they like collecting. They like 
garage sale stuff, like tchotchkes, right? So every weekend, these group of people, they get together at TGI Fridays or wherever, some kind of hoity-toity, not hoity-toity, but some sort of uh, palpable restaurant. They get together and they have their dinner and they, okay, they got the paper out and they're like, okay, next weekend, it's this county's, uh, it's this neighborhood's uh, uh uh, uh, garage sales and then we'll go over here and then I'm looking for this and I'm looking for that and they're drawing maps and doing all their plans and then you know they go home they go to bed they get up really early they get in their cars they go their separate directions and then they're, they, they they shop but see now here's where Why you're well, they're all into, into different things. One guy's maybe into this is the stuff that needs to be figured out one guy's into like video games the other guy's into uh, Velvet Elvises. The other guy's into DVDs. The other guy sure is into Velvet Elvises, right? So they're not looking for the same things, but when they go their separate directions, like maybe they go to the same neighborhood, but one guy starts on the north, south, east, and west, and they call each other and be like, oh, oh, Billy, Billy, I found a Velvet Elvis. It's five bucks. Do you want it? I'll buy it for you. Three dollars? Three dollars. Ma'am, will you take three dollars? She won't take three dollars. Uh, uh, three fifty. Nah, she won't take three fifty either. So you kind of like have that sort of thing going on. But what also builds kind of like, this has got to be a funny movie. It's got to be witty. It's got to be sharp. And it's got to be dialogue intensive. I, I think there's no action in this movie. There's no. Reminds me of Clerks. A little bit, a little bit like Clerks, I, I guess. But I don't. Yeah. A little bit like Clerks. Uh, so, but like. You need a little bit of the mighty wind in there too. Like kind of backstory. Oh, absolutely! You could have backstories Building up to, oh, for these. This characters. is why I like to collect the Velvet Elvises. Oh, absolutely, because my dad sure. collected them, and he gave me a big portion of his collection. But he also willed another part of his collection to you know my sister who moved to Germany, and I don't see. Oh, so you could make this into a mock. Oh, this would make a good mockumentary. In the guise of a mighty wind, but with a kind of a clerks-ish wit and dialogue about it, that would be good. So, anyways. Uh, to, to, to go along with that, you got a guy, this is just a scene that's in mind. You got a guy, whatever he's into, say this is the DVD collector. And he's got a big pile of DVDs in his hand. He's like, whoa, whoa. he's waiting in, in this line to get to the cash register to the person who's selling them. Or albums. Albums, sure. Albums would be even better than DVDs. Okay, so he's got a big pile of albums. And he, he doesn't want to haggle. He They're a buck a piece. He's like, oh, my God, David Bowie and the police. And, oh, my God, there's a Rush album Mint in here. condition. Yeah, yeah, they're all in plastic and everything. They're a buck a piece. He's just, he's he's orgasmed his six times on his way. Creamed, yes. But there's a woman in front of him who's like, oh, well, this wine glass, you've got a quarter on it. Would you take a nickel? Or no, can I get no, two of them no, for a quarter? You know, so then you have a lot of those types of uh, encounters in the movie, just like as as little little, little inserts. And so the guy's standing like, oh, I got, you know, he's just got this money that's just like burning a hole in his pocket. And this little old lady's in front, like, I don't, I don't know if I can give you ten cents for the glass. Um, I we will you take a nickel? And then you've got. You know the, the the cash register. The owner of the class was like, oh, I don't, I, "No, I, I can't." I have to ask my that. wife. She's Honey, so you could do something like that, or you could do another thing. Well, I mean, that's yeah. So there's, you, you know what? You, there's, what well, you, well, all right, you'd have wait, to come up wait, wait, with a plot. Well, and then, you're right. Then you could flesh out all those little funny details. So, but okay, but not only do you follow the shoppers, but maybe you have. You have a lot of garage sales in the movie, but maybe you follow two of the garage sale sellers. So 
a couple of the garage sellers, you got like a husband who's just like not into it. He's just like, nah. and his wife's like, oh, honey, honey, I, I found these comic books down here. Can we sell the comic books? Uh, no, no, no. The, you can't sell these. And he opens it up. He's like, no, this this is the issue where Wolverine reveals that his claws come from his hand and not his. But, honey, you haven't read these comic books in, tw- in 20 years. We should. No, no, no. Well, honey, what about these Star Wars figures? Oh, you know, so you have kind of. And then so the day of the garage sale, some kid comes up with that X-Men comic book with Wolverine and his gloves. Uh, will you take a dollar for this? And the husband's working the till. He's like, what? Honey! You know, little things like that. Sure, you sure, can, little uh, comedic. Yeah, those could all be written in. Okay, but the main plot of the film, in my mind, and let's work on this a little bit, is that each one of our four people is looking for their holy grail of garage sale items. You know, they're buying all these little things, and, and, and Jenny, actually, my wife, she came up with, like, one of them could be looking for the uh, the dogs playing cards, the big rug. Sure. Not, not, not a print, but mm-hmm. like the rug, right? That, but he won't pay more than seven bucks for it, you know. So you could have a couple of scenes, or maybe twenty bucks, whatever. So he comes ac- across a garage sale where they've got this gigantic ten by twenty dogs playing poker, but it's a hundred dollars. And the guy's like, "Oh, you know, the holy grail," but he won't pay for it. I don't know. That's 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 my platform that I've set up. That's kind of what's going on in this movie. Mm. How do we how do we what do we do? How how do we uh That that particular where you, where you ended there was kind of weak. That's not the ending of the movie, but that's Well, no, but I mean that that build up to 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 the idea of the movie. I mean, that's I just one idea. instance. Like that happens in the first 15 minutes he comes across his holy grail, but his holy he's not going to pay that. Oh, so it's another one of those little cut scenes where it's like Oh, no. But then it's got to be resolved. So maybe like later on in the movie, it's like, boop, cut back to that guy. Yeah. So you film all these little scenes to completion. Right. Like with a very, and actually you film them. Well, let's not talk about about technical. Let's just talk about five minutes each. So so you film about about three or four different ways. And then when you have all that on the editing board, then you can, then you like cut back to it back and forth and like resolve those issues in the funniest way as the movie progresses and what you might want to try to say with that movie as it goes on. Sure. Because you're trying to say something with the movie, which is what you do. Unless this is going to be a completely fluff movie, like a fun laugh out loud. Ha ha. This is a funny movie. Uh, You're going to have some social commentary. It's going to come out. Why does it have? Why, why does there have to be any social comment? Why can't it just be entertaining What was the last just funny movie that you watched? Harold Tropic, and Kumar. Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Oh, you watched? You went and saw it? I went and saw that yesterday. Okay, so that was probably a budget of a couple million dollars. Oh, like tens of millions of dollars. Okay, and hundreds it, of millions. And it I don't know. Made fun Lots. of like everything, right? It was like uh, it was it, like the it, Naked Gun or what was no, it? Airplane? No, or? it wasn't in that genre. But it, it wasn't an airplane. Like no, like, no, really, it wasn't like slapsticky. From all the ads I've seen of it, it, it is. Well, it's it isn't. But anyways. What, what? They like blow shit up. Well, you talking to me? Are you talking to my people? You people are driving me crazy. My people? What are you talking about? My people? It, it, I mean, it seems okay. like all well, these anyways, little one liners. Like, like yeah, Henny Youngman yeah, yeah. is like up there with his violin. But I'm bump. Take my wife, please. No. But anyways, it's not it, like that. Okay, no, so all right, all right. Maybe I maybe they. It, it's actually a funny, good film. But anyways, okay. Um, but there's no social commentary really in that film. It's just I went, I watched it, I had a good time. 
I left. Kind of like the airplane or or the the Caddyshack. Yes. Well, sure. Caddyshack might have had a little bit of a social commentary about. Did that. it? Yeah, the 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 rich guy, you yeah. know, that owns everything, comes in and thinks he can buy his way out of everything. But this young upstart kid comes up and he has more talent and he blows him out of the water. Why does that have to be a social commentary rather than just an interesting plot device? Um, why does it have to mean something? See, now when I think of Garage Sale the movie. I think of exploiting social situations because everybody, everybody in America, not everybody, the majority of people in America have either had a garage sale or have been to a garage sale. Wait a minute. You grew up in Madison, Wisconsin. You've lived in Madison, Wisconsin most of your life. You you lived in New York for a little while, right? Mm-hmm. How long? We had a garage sale in New York. You did? Yes. And were the, did a lot of people come there? Yep. And did a lot of people... All right, so that was like a... That was like the hippie neighborhood, though, right? No, no. We lived in Canton, New York, which is there's no hippies. It was really rural. Okay, so, but uh, so you all right? So have you lived anywhere else? I mean, have you lived in Texas? Have you lived in Phoenix? No. Have you been to garage sales in any other nation, in any I've, other in country, no, any I, other other uh, than New state? York and 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 Wisconsin? I have not been to another okay, well, garage sale it, in a different okay, city. Okay, so or we state. don't really know what what garage sales are like in other states. <laughs> I mean, maybe they're you think they're the same thing? Yeah, I think so. Okay, maybe that could come out in the movie some somehow though. Why does it have to be a social commentary? Why can't it just be um, entertainment no, be. for the sake of entertainment? Because well, right, you, it could be, of course. What of course. you do? I is, mean, it, it, you know what? It depends on it depends on the editor. Well, it depends, it depends on, on well, it the, depends the, on the story. It depends, it depends on, on the, the dream of the, of the of the producer of of who, you know the guy that says I'm going to make this movie. Well, the, well the it writer. depends on you what you the have in your mind, right? And <clears throat> Here I am sitting here over here, man boob. Either <laughs> saying, "Well, I'm worthless." Uh, tits I, on I, this is my okay. Yeah, I, I see your your vision, and and I'm gonna certainly help you out with it. And I have some ideas about it. But if this is your vision, this is really what you want to do. I'm gonna help you out with it, and I'll I'll get behind you 100. percent I mean, not to say that I don't might have some other ideas about it. Well, let's. I mean, let's let let's hear them. Well, I think didn't I lay them out? I don't even remember. I, I, I some about items, like certain items, right? That, like follow. Oh, yeah. You, you follow did this. the items of when you bought them, and and then like even have some music that like or or a color like from the sixth sense. You know, it's like all right, you buy this item, and it's like oh, I really love, look at this. I got this. I got this. Uh, this mint condition Darth Vader sure. in the store. Toys R Us. The, I was waiting in line when it opened. I ran inside and I got it, and it was oh, it's the short sword one. And no, the and long is, saber. And it, and it like ended up on the wall, and for years it was. Yep. Like, yeah, it's, it's at my basement. I was like, I got that. I got that. I was on the I was on the early bulletin boards. I was telling everybody, I got this thing. It's worth four hundred dollars and blah blah. And then it kind of, and then it ended up in a bin. The market it, dropped. Then, yeah, and then you're like, then you go on with your life, and you're like, you don't even think about it for four years, and sure. it's like a thing disappears, and then all of a sudden, you pull it. You know, you know your wife is going through your comic books. Oh, right. here, <laughs> honey, the, the Wolverine. And the, you know, and you're like, oh, oh, I mean, and all of a sudden, you know, the, the, the memories the, come the, the back. music, the music comes in and starts rising again and playing, and or the color like comes back into the thing, and it, it comes on screen. And then you're like, well, you know what? Fuck it. I got more things going on in my life right. now. Let's just get rid of it. And then the person that buys it, the, one of these four people, they're right. like, this right. is the holy grail. Oh, and then they get it. And then it follows through the same cycle. And then see, so that could be like a social commentary on acquiring okay. stuff. And if you want. Stuff. Okay. But now I and it could. Be, but it could be done funny. It could be yes. like it's you're making fun of yourself for being 
obsessive about items like that and then making fun of other people and how ridiculous it is to get obsessed about items like that when the most important thing to focus on is your who you are and right. who the other people that you care about are because they are real. They're not just objects. So that actually is a good point and actually kind of feeds the ending idea that I had for the film. And the ending idea of the film is maybe 10, 15 years in the future, these guys are all still friends and like, ah, I don't know how it how it pans out, but they've got they've got all this stuff, right? Remember now. that thing we sold at the Remember. garage sale? But no, what they do is like, man, we got all this stuff and like we're hard up for cash. Let's have a garage sale, you know? And then that's uh, ah, they take all their stuff out that they purchased throughout the years of these garage sales and have a garage sale and end up just selling it off. Maybe that's the end of the movie. That would be good. But that would, see, that would be the fundamental interconnection of garage sales. garage sales. So now, but see, the only the, what obviously got my mind thinking about this is we had a garage sale uh, on our little two week hiatus from podcasting, and a lot of the things that I sold at my garage sale were things that you know your point earlier that you made was that was me. That was the, the character was me. Like I was on a collecting frenzy. Now, not not really like that's, i could have been worse you were the you were the uh in my mind you were the uh was that was the I golem the, yeah you oh, were okay the... oh my precious my precious <laughs> commodore 64 <laughs> i will do evil things to keep you they no they will try to steal it from us <laughs> we but, will we will send them to her she will take care of them you will take care of them but see I stupid movie, huh? It's fun to parody, but yes, <laughs> it was a great movie. Come on, man. Anyways, man, I want now. Okay, I'm gonna try to make this point, and it may take a while. And you can interject as much as you want, but can I go, can I go pee? <laughs> no, because it's not as much fun to talk to an empty room as it is when you're in this room. I have to. Can I use that? That uh, penny yes, bowl. you may use that green dish over there. The penny, is it full of pennies? What? They'll tarnish. I'm trying to figure out I how to frame the story. There was a guy, Kent, who came to our garage sale. I told you about him. Uh, I had a lot of video game systems for sale at my garage. Is sale. he the one that spent a buttload He's of the cash? one that okay. spun. He spun. He spun a lots of money. That's like the post past tense. <laughs> I'm gonna go that's, spun. That's, so that's, what you, that's what you do on a hooker. That's really expensive. <laughs> oh, I spun. I spun all. Spun everything I had. Um, oh man, I'm spun. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been standing here with 20 albums. I really want them. These are the best things. But I I'm spun. <laughs> okay, so I he, I had a lot of video games and Commodore 64s, and he. Came to my house about ten minutes after the garage he sale. He spun to your house. He spun, like the wind. He spun. He Don't ran spunt up into the wind. He ran up and he's like, "Oh, do you still have the Commodore sixty four for sale? And do you, do you still have the Nintendo? Do you have his hands and in here? He <laughs> swear to God, he was like, "Wait, I'm folks you can't see me, but I'm waving my hands in the air. I swear to God, he was waving his hands in the air and just excited, and you could just see like the energy around him and. I'm like, yeah, no, man, we're we're closing up. You know, we close the garage. Oh, but I, I just, I, I got, I got money. I, I wanna, and so I'm like, all right, you know, I let him in, and to my garage, and he's like, oh, oh, you got the, this, and you got that, and oh, the, and I want that, and how, how much? And he wasn't, he was not interested in haggling with me. He just wanted what I had, and 
80 bucks later, he walked out with a Commodore 64 and Atari 2600. And he's like, are you going to have the rest of your stuff out tomorrow? Because I hadn't priced a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, it'll be out tomorrow at 8 a.m. Oh, oh, okay. So dude shows up the next morning along with a bunch of other guys because I had posted a Craigslist about this. And they all showed up like, do you still have the Game Gear? Do you still have the Super Nintendo? Do you still have the N64? And, you know, they, they, all, they were all there. They ate it all up. Just gone. Like within the first five minutes of my garage sale, my electronics table was like just barren fishbones all it was and i was like wow you know so i was pretty happy i'd made my money point being i had another batch of atari 2600 which kent the guy who spent a whole bunch of money was like if you still have that at the end of your garage sale let me know and maybe we can work something out well i still had it at the end of my garage sale i emailed him i was like hey man i still have this thing you know what i had it 40 dollars at the garage sale i'll let it go for 35 Emails me back, he's like, ah, you know, I'm kind of short of cash. You know, I'm not really interested. You know, uh, maybe, maybe if I change my mind, I'll, I, I got a friend. Uh, maybe he, maybe he'll be interested in it. And what it really felt like is he got caught up in the fervor. Buyer's remorse. I don't know if it, maybe, maybe, probably. I don't know, but I, in my past, now this dude was 23, and when I was 23, absolutely, I would go to a garage sale, and if it was there. And if there was any possibility that somebody else would get it and I couldn't have it, I'd shell out money. What what the hell is eBay all about? Look at look at the fervor. That eBay is eBay the same thing. Look at stocks. Ooh. So that's Should we start oh, wait, talking stocks. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. That's my point about this garage sale movie. Is you you have to somehow capture that fervor, that energy, that. If I can't have if if there's a possibility that somebody else can get it, I need to get it. Whereas when I emailed them, well, there's it's like, no. It's like those. It's like those ladies getting trampled for the, for the iPod or whatever. Oh, the, the, the first. Uh, yeah, well, like the iPhone. Yeah. Or the. Are you talking about like? Well, there's also like doorbusters at Christmas where like everybody gets trampled. Get, or, or Elmo. Look at the uh, tickle yeah, me sure. Elmo yeah. shit. You know. Well, and 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 I think it's the same. I think consumerism. It, I think it's the same thing. Market is, fervor. Is that money and and greed? But is and, that way? But now is that marketing or is that human nature? Because I I wouldn't consider my ad in Craigslist saying, "Hey, I got this stuff. I'll be at my house between eight and five p.m. Come and get it." I I don't think that that's like marketing uh, what's the point i'm trying to make like for the tickle me elmos they pimp that shit out and they're like tickle me elmo it's so fun and look at what it does and it's crazy and he laughs and he rolls over and ah and okay, your kids must have it you and then didn't your kid get... sits there like oh tickle me elmo, tickle me. so then you to be a good mother or to compensate maybe for being a bad mother all year you got to get that tickle me elmo and, and that so woman how many mothers line you, up for that god Thousands, damn her i will punch the shit million, out of her. a million a million right but now I think that might be human nature because what I did was what I was like, you did was okay. I said, here hey. it is. and this in his own mind, this guy built up that you know what, I'm gonna be the coolest guy. I'm gonna be able to tell all my friends, hey, I got this. I cool snagged this stuff. I snagged this stuff. It's really cool. Ooh, and you know what? They might see it. I better get there first, and I'll be willing to shell out more than them so that I can say that I got it. But it turns out he gets the shit home. He fires it up. It's like. Wow, this is kind of stupid, you know. This Maybe. is like this is what is this? Oh my god. 
Wow, and I'm not even going to invite anybody over to like show them because this is so dumb, you know? I was a real idiot. And it's the same thing. It's the same as kind of the buyer's remorse. It's like, oh, you build up in your own mind that that this is something that you really need and it's really important. Well, it's the same thing with the Tickle Me Elmo. I mean, you bring that thing home and Christmas Day, sure, I'll bet you that kid's like, woo, woo, woo. By January 2nd, that oh thing's God. probably yeah, sitting in the closet. The yep. Or batteries are dead or it's broken or God knows what. So it reminds me of an eBay occasion that I had. An eBay occasion. An eBay occasion. Is that a, is that a new holiday? <laughs> hey, everybody. It's E-Day. It's E-Day. What, is it, what do you do on E-Day? Do you just buy, buy a bunch, a bunch of, of shit? shit. <laughs> and, then you have, and then you have renounce your stuff day. Okay, well, that's, that's perfect because I had my E-Day like five years ago, and then I had my renounce your stuff day on the garage sale. So what happened was I was at work. I was working for the Department of Corrections at the time, and I just popped on the Internet, popped on eBay, and I typed in Commodore 64. And uh, up the, the – I don't know where it was in the listing, but there's this sixth gigantic – auction load it was a splode it was a splode of commodore 64 equipment there was disc drives and discs and commodore 64 keyboards and any good games? joysticks no games oh for christ's sakes my god you got, you got ripped man I, I can download all those games and i can transfer those to the disc see that's not a problem that's not an issue at all five and a quarter inch floppies uh-huh you still have any of those I, empty I, ha- I have a yeah oh actually with the auction i got a whole bunch of blank discs and I built myself, this is how dorky I am, I built myself a cable that I could hook up to my computer so I can hook the Your 15, PC? my PC, my 1541 disk drive to my PC, download those games, and then transfer those images, those games, over to the 1541, and then load those onto the Commodore 64. See, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, that's how, that's how much of a nerd I Did am. Did you do it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, what I did was I went the other way. So you downloaded like all the best games. I have everything. I have. I found some FTP site somewhere that just had the entire Commodore sixty four catalog, every single game ever made. Downloaded them all. I've got them all sitting on CD. You name it, I've got the game. And then you have an emulator. Yeah, I think I have. That and emulator. you can play it on an emulator, but you can also transfer these images over to a diskette, and then you can play that diskette on the Commodore sixty four. But so I, what? What's what? Just out of curiosity, huh? like how big is a game like Archon or Mule? How what were they? Like they're not big. They're like they're a couple megabytes. Not even. They're they're thousand kilobytes. Not even. No, they're like seven hundred. I'm trying to think. I suppose sixty four, sixty four K. Well, that was the memory that the Commodore sixty four actually. What did had, a five and a quarter inch floppy hold, anyways? Well, it was like 640 blocks, but I don't know what a block translates into <laughs> kilobytes. But the disk images themselves are maybe 250K, so like a wow. quarter of a megabyte. So it's like... So four full like, disks like, is a megabyte. It's like 20 seconds of an MP3. Yeah, yeah. That's what a game, a full disk game, uh, you know, uh, what like fantasy... No, which was, was two like discs. No, discs. it was two discs. That game was two full discs. That would equate to like 40 seconds of an MP3. That's how much space it takes on a hard drive or CD. But anyways, uh, is 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 okay, Archon now, would be even smaller because right, Archon. You know what you, I'm thinking is 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 life and 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 the way we live it really that much more interesting now because 
there's so much more data involved. <laughs> I mean, the games nowadays are like, oh, you need, you know, uh, you know, uh, you need a, a CD, three CDs, and there needs to be video right, right, integration right, right, and right. DVDs, and you need to get an Xbox 360 for 500 bucks. And well, whatever. No, I mean, not even that. This is like the PC games that that take up, you know, like. <sighs> A shitload of memory. Let me tell you my theory on that. I think um, I had a lot more fun playing with those games. Seriously. Well, I think what you had. I didn't finish my original story, but I'll get back to that. Uh, I think what you had with the Commodore sixty four. Now the sixty four had the Commodore sixty four had sixty four k of RAM. However, the operating system occupied about thirty two k of that sixty four k. So you only, so you only had, had like a Nintendo thirty two. Yeah. You didn't even have a Nintendo. Worth of memory. You had 32K. Well, the original Nintendo. Didn't the original Nintendo only have 32? Or was it out with 64? Had. I have no idea. Well, Because yeah. when they came out to 64, it was but like, ooh, the 64. 64 is, denotes like the 64-bit graphics, which is a totally different okay. totally different architecture. That's just the graphics <laughs> were taking up 64. Yes. Okay. But that's not even 64K. It's like, uh, I can't even get into that because I don't really Blocks. understand. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I think since they had such a limited amount of memory, what they really had to focus on, they can't make these stellar graphics, and and they only had sixteen colors to play with. So what they really had to time, focus on. At that time, those graphics on, were stellar, though. Yeah, well, I mean, you hadn't seen anything otherwise, so yeah. Pong. Well, right. It, uh, compared Space to, Invaders. Compared to Pong, like Archon was amazing. Those games were really good looking, but unbelievable. You had a, only a limited amount uh, that you could put into the graphics, so I think you had to put a lot into the gameplay or the story or whatever. So you had to have more puzzles and maybe a little less action because, you know, if you got four enemies on the screen, the whole game would slow down. So Robotron. you could only have, like, three enemies on the screen, but they were really tough, and you had to whatever. You figure know, out, yeah, where to hide. Figure and, out, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think the gameplay was what these game developers focused on rather than the graphics. Now, I think as it propelled itself, so you had your Nintendo, your Super Nintendo, your N64, your Playstations, I think it developed so rapidly that game developers were like, fuck, man, we can make really good-looking games. What about the gameplay? Ah, no. You know what it reminds me of? Fuck that. We'll just make it really good-looking. It reminds me of movies. Well, yeah, sure. Everything, but now I think you're also fuck the deep movies. We're with, just gonna have <laughs> crash, bang, boom, blockbuster. Get the kids in to sit there and wow, be overwhelmed with you know shit flying at them and blowing CGI up CGI effects. Yeah. I mean, I think well, but that's another thing. Don't think about it. Don't think about what's really going on. What is the plot of the movie? What is well, but I think what you're seeing now is when CGI effects it? first came out, everybody was like, oh, CGI, we can do effects so much cheaper. So. Everybody used CGI, and you would watch these movies, and I think it turned off, it has turned off a lot of movie viewers to be like, why are they using CGI for this effect? Why? This sucks. I can tell it's computer graphics. It doesn't even look that good. And if you watch, not all the movies, but some of the movies that are made now, I think you're seeing a more... Uh, not more. A, a better use of the CGI or the computer-generated graphics that integrated better. Yes, they rather than trying to do the whole thing with these crazy effects, they're like, okay, let's just let's just nuance them. You know, 
where a shot with a shot a shot with a shadow that does something crazy would have cost us a million dollars. Well, we can generate that effect for a thousand dollars, and nobody's going to notice. We're just going to throw it in there, and it's going to be you know it's just going to be kind of a nuanced effect, and it'll add to the movie, but it's not going to be the movie. Do, are they doing that with video games? I think so. I think for a long time. Uh, there was a lot of show top, yeah. and and no play. Like you'd you'd get this game, you're like, "Wow, this is awesome! This looks great!" And then you start playing the game, you'd be like, "Well, I beat it. I've only had this damn game for a day, and I beat it. I mean, there's it's so easy, and it it looked great, but I beat it so quickly." But I think there's been a return both in movie making and in video game making to quack, uh, the content and using the technology that we have to. Uh, uh, Emphasize in- interest yeah. for longer, but instead anyways. of just like flash in the pan, right? Exactly, excitement. So, anyways, going back to my e day, I went onto eBay and Happy I day. everybody buy something. Uh, and I saw this Make a bid. huge no. Commodore sixty four lot somewhere in Illinois. And I was like, I I must have all of that stuff. And it was, I don't know, two hundred dollars. It's like two fifty something like that. I don't know. Was it buy it now or bid? I bid, you know, I watched that thing. Oh yeah. Oh really? And I I watched it and it got up there. I was like, I must have that because there was 12 Commodore 64s, 15, 15, 41 disc drives, three monitors, packs of diskettes, books, cartridges, tape drives, printers. Like I just needed it. Uh, and it's it's kind of stupid to say. It's kind of consumeristic yeah, to say. 250 bucks isn't that much. It really Plus wasn't. drive down to Chicago. Well, it wasn't even Chicago. It was like, Fucking, how long does it take to drive to Chicago? Two and a half hours? Two and a half, yeah, three, yeah. So it was like two hours south of Chicago. Ooh. So Jenny and I, I won this auction, and the guy emailed me. He's like, well, all right, you won the auction. Uh, I can try to ship it to you, but uh, it's going to be really expensive, and I really haven't thought that far through. And I was like, no, we'll make a road trip. I mean, fuck, Chicago's not that far away. So we spent 10 hours in the car driving down to pick all this shit up. Yeah, but you had a good time along the way, didn't you? Yeah, you know, we... Stopped at Gurney Mills. Sure, we... Went on the Snoopy ride. (laughs) We had fun. We did the whole road trip thing. That's where I first saw... We were talking about, like, all the wind power and, like, one of our podcasts and the corn for the king corn and maybe ethanol and all that sort of stuff. And that's where... Yeah, it was... uh, I I, You start... You're opening your eyes to traveling. Yes, I saw some things that I really wasn't aware of beforehand. But, yeah. So we made the trip down there. We picked up just like 12 boxes of Commodore 64 stuff. And it all fit in the car. It, uh, I had the van. So I loaded up the van with all this stuff. And Jenny's driving home. And I'm I'm in the back just rifling through it. Like, oh, uh, it's got a fast load cartridge. And it's got this. And it's got that. No, oh, I can't wait to get home. And I can't wait to get this all set up. And I... So we get home. I unpack it all into the garage. <laughs> and it sat in the garage. Three months. Maybe four months. I don't know. And then one day I was like, "Wow, I should, I should set one of those up." So I brought them downstairs. First five didn't work. I was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" What? Really? Yeah. They like one didn't have sound. The other one, like a key, didn't work. And I, the guy that sold it to me, I don't think he knew because he was probably like me, where he was just like a pack rat, where he just like kept this stuff. And when I got the stuff, it just smelled like just awful basement so this guy had the stuff he had it in his basement i'm sure his wife was like you gotta sell this stuff and so he sold it to me and so i finally found like a working system 
And that's when I had like my Uber computer. And it was fun, right? I set up the Commodore 64. I set up three disk drives. I was able to, one of them had like switches on it so you could make it device nine and device 10. And I had the fast load cartridge in there and I had a monitor in there and I had all this stuff. I got it all hooked up and got it all working. And then it sat in the basement. Month, two months. In this, in this house? In this house, in this house. And it sat there and... In the, no, I remember the bar that I used to have. Yeah. It was sitting on that bar. And so when I decided. Yeah, you never even invited me over to play Mule or something. You should have been like, dude, I got this work encounter 64 system. Did you have any of those really cool uh, joysticks? I did. I do. I still do. Yeah, I did. We could have played a, a, <coughs> an old school game of Mule. We could have gotten a whole bunch of beer. We still can. I still got fucking 12 Commodore 64s. We could yeah, totally work. Oh, I got I got a working system. So, anyways, he's just playing <clears throat> an emulator, though. my point exactly. My point is, is that we just go camp and that'd be better with our kids, and then we can the, explain nature <clears throat> to them and the, show them spiders and stuff. Excitement of this e day for me, the eBay day, was was the actual quest of getting it. I won the auction, so that was a triumph. I had to travel. I had to make a journey to get my stuff, so that was a, a, a triumph. And I got it home, and I got it set up, and I got my ultimate, as a kid, Commodore 64 system Kind of like up. Kent. And that was a triumph. And he got it home, and he was like, oh, well. And then it was kind of like, ooh. So if this guy would have called you back and said, dude, I found like three more, you know, disk drives and another monitor, and a, and a, and a, I found a VIC-20, and I found an Amiga. And a Commodore You want to come down and get it? Would you have been like, oh, yeah, I'll be right there. Nope. You'd be like, well, I'm nope. a little low on cash. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a friend that might be. In no, because <laughs> you know, the, my I guess I'm making a really long-winded point here, but I think if <sighs> yeah, I think if somebody would have emailed me and just been like, "Hey, Jeremy, heard you like Commodore 64s. I got all this stuff. All you got to do is travel ten hours to get it." All that excitement of winning this auction and uh, and and like the anticipation that somebody else could have gotten that, I'd have been like. No, it doesn't, no. Like, I don't think I would have been into it as much. So then on Renounce Your Stuff, my Renounce Your Stuff day, I didn't, I didn't, as I was packaging up this Commodore 64, I I, I sat down, I was like, oh yeah, it's kind of fun, but it wasn't like, there was no hesitation. There was no like, I should, I should keep this. Because uh, I'm going to want You had another this. one though. You needed one, you have one. I have, I have my own. You have one working system. But what if it breaks? You've got two. <laughs> Whoopsie. Anyways, How's that goldfish? My cheddar bunny. I don't my know. cheddar bunny <laughs> and me. My, I don't know. So I guess my point is, is that when I offered Kent this, this, it, when he didn't have the, the thrill and the excitement of trying to beat somebody else for the yeah, system. I don't know. I thought you, he ran up. And said, oh, I got the money. No, but for the second, w- the second round, when I oh. emailed him and said, "Hey, I got this extra Atari 2600," he was just like, "Man, I'm short of cash. You know, maybe a friend of mine's into it. I don't know. I'll let you know." I think that excitement. I, I think for a, for a lot of the stuff that I actually sold at the garage sale, like the Nintendo 64 and the Super Nintendo, that's not stuff that I had when I was a kid. That's stuff that one day. When I was, uh, uh, what, what do you call it, uh, independently wealthy, when I didn't have kids and I wasn't married, I was just like, I'm going to buy myself a Nintendo because 
I liked it when I was a kid. I'm bored. I'm bored. Exactly. Sure. Sitting around the house like, I want to play Super Nintendo. And then, sure, you go on a quest. That's what it is. Here's another one. You see all these Star Wars figures and shit laying around my basement? Do you think I play with them? They're still in their fucking packages. I don't play with them. It's like Stinky Pete. They're not even hanging up on the wall. You know, at one point, at least I had them hanging up on the wall. It was always about the quest. It was always about like, oh, Kenner released a new batch of uh, of Star Wars figures. And there's always one rare one. So I got to get out to the stores. I got to go to Target on the east side, the west side. I got to go to Walmart. I got to go to Walgreens. I really? Go, You'd actually do that? Me and Chris, every month, we would we would get in the car and we would do a whole day. We'd go every 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 uh, uh, store, uh, every Shopco-ish. Wow. What, do you, what do you call those kind of stores? Uh, uh, whatever. Big box store. We'd go to every big box store. Purveyors of Star Wars. <laughs> Purveyors of stuff stores, and we would just find these figures, and you'd find the size snoodles, and you'd be like, "Oh." So you em. knew when em. when they when they had a new shipment come in. You mean you sure? Talk I'd to go them. on the website and be like, "Q three, quarter three, new batch, uh, uh, these new the, uh, twelve new figures released." And you'd see all their names, you'd print that out, or you'd write it down. You'd get in the car and you'd just buy them. Wow. We went to toys. We went to toy um, toy festivals, toy fest, toy toy shows, and they would have just these unique things. And you'd be like, oh, I've never seen that in a store. I must have it. How much is it? Here's my wallet. Just tell me to stop paying when you're ready. I never actually, I wasn't actually that bad. But but yeah, and then you get it, you get it home, you look at it, you set it up. Like when I was first into the collecting, I had shelves everywhere. So I'd put it up on the shelves and I'd look at it every now and then. But I've moved three times Like since Steve then. Carell, huh? Steve Carell or Steve Colbert? Steve Carell in the 40-year-old version. Yeah, didn't he well, have... exactly. He had all of his, what, were the, what was it, um, Steve Austin? I no, know. the Million Dollar Man, whatever I, his I, name I, was. Whatever it was. I remember that there was a scene where he had, like. Absolutely. So I, I just had my stuff on the wall and wow. never played with it. I never See, I never. The, the only thing that even approached that remotely was the Tintin. Okay. Like, when I started reading the Tintins, I was like. Was there a, I must have everything that's, tin, like, if there was a, no. a Tintin action figure no. or a Tintin no. No, 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 coffee no, no, no. cup? No, not at all. Okay. It was the books. Okay. I needed the media content. I needed, it was probably like comic books for you. Like, there's probably all kinds of Wolverine figurines, but you don't have any of that. You just no. have the comic books because you wanted to know books. what was going to happen yeah. to the character. Sure. Yep. And that's, and I knew when I, when I figured out there was exactly like 20 of these graphic novels exactly 62 pages long each the guy wrote them 50 years ago but they're unbelievably fantastic works of art i didn't even know there was all this i mean if you go on ebay now there's like probably ten thousand items sure at any one time all watches and plates all that and shit yeah right figures um none of that it was just like you know what i want these books you want, I want the these media. books and i want to read the books so but then it was but then it got to the point where it's like all right so i got these books Right. And then it was like, okay, I, I would borrow them to, oh. to like somebody and I would be, I, I, or somebody would want to borrow them to read them or something. I'd be like, uh, they're my books. You know, these are, these are what I, I have 20 Tintin books. <laughs> these are mine. <laughs> these are mine. Right. And well. I was like, you know what? It's okay. I, I, I wanted people to read them because I knew how good they were and I wanted people to read them. Sure. But yet <clears throat> I knew like if I would borrow something to Erica when she was a kid right. or whatever. 
I would get it back and it would be trashed. It would or be completely trashed. And I'd be sold like, at a different garage sale. Well, right. And I'm like, no, these Tintins, are, I collected these. I paid for these. I worked for these. Right. I, I, will, I will sit down with you and I will read them and, and we'll read them together. And I, but I, I almost don't trust to give them to you and to get them back in even nearly the shape that they were right and almost to this day with the tintins i'm like that because i still have the original ones you know right that i bought but you can go to the store and buy them right now you can go to the library and they have all the same ones and you can go probably on ebay and people are selling them like crazy you know so i was a little bit obsessed to that point where it's like once i have acquired something no matter as cheap as i got it i it's mine and i don't want it messed up sure so uh-huh. it's not that i would go and, and want to collect it and keep it pristine it was once it's mine and I have it, I don't want it messed up. Right. You know what I mean? I hear you. So I never, <clears throat> I mean that, I, I guess I never knew that you were quite that obsessed about it. When oh, you'd go to the yeah. Stores and, oh, absolutely. I mean, cause I mean, we, I remember when I was working at home goods, there would be people that would like stand in the, in the, you know, in the, in the entryway when we opened to get what? Would, like hot wheels. They'd oh, like, do you sell hot wheels? Yeah, do you sell hot okay. wheels? It was like, no. Oh, oh, oh. Do you know where, where, where do they sell Hot Wheels? There's a new one. There's a new box. I got to open the box. I got to find the, they, when they open right. the shipping box. I want to get in the box and get the one. The, I, I was I never like, to that extent. What, but what the hell is that? I, you know, I, I there are a lot of people that will, that, oh, fuck, I knew a lot of people that got jobs at Toys R Us just so that they could be the people that opened the boxes to pull out the, the choice figures and they'd set them aside and then they'd buy them, you know. I never got to that level where I was waiting at the doorway at 6 a.m. Oh, the shipment's here. The truck is here. Let, let me on the truck. Let me, let me, do. you don't touch it. Let me, let me, give me a box cutter. I want to open that thing up. I was never that. It was more like, let's go out to breakfast. We go out to breakfast and like 1130 in the morning. Be like, all right, let's go to Toys R Us. Let's go to Walmart. Let's, let's so see what we can find. Okay, so this, this actually. Um, but it was more of a social thing. Like Chris and I would this bullshit comes back and talk. to you making this movie about <clears throat> garage sales. This is your, this is, this is your idea of the garage sale movie it's like these four guys that, that are collecting this... for the sake of collecting they have but it's more of a social it's a demented and sad I guess but it's social it's demented and sad but social exactly well that was how i opened the movie is these people would get together have dinner have beers and chart out their course for the next day so absolutely these are people that once they get their haul they go back to somebody's apartment or wherever, and they start going through their sack of goodies. Like, oh, you like got Halloween. It. Sure. Oh, I got a Kit Kat. Dude, did you go to the one guy? But then, down where the does that I stuff? I got a full size Milky Way. I got a full size Three Musketeers. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but yeah, and, and so then, but after they show off their goods, their wares, where does it go? It goes on the shelf or goes in a box. And then five years and then later, five ten it years goes back later, out on, the, on the street, and then, the there's another, and then there's Ken, and then there's oh, and there's another guy, money, 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 who's just like you, comes up like oh oh oh, what and did, buys what, the thing. I was just thinking about that that everything goes in everything goes in cycles, cycles. Right. I was talking about cycles. Was that with you? Yeah, a little bit on on the G chat. Right. I mean, it, it's all about cycles. Seriously. I mean, but not only that. You made a point, I think, during our garage sale about how we just kind of shift our stuff, you know. And but I'm a stuff shifter. <laughs> Isn't that an Archon character? <laughs> I'm star sh- stuff shifter. I'm Titsanbul. Um, but stuff shifter. If you were to ask me, if the bones say 
This new baby is stuff shifter. Stuff shifter. He, he, he will move he stuff. He talks to white men. He, he takes stuff here. He gets whiskey from white men. We give blankets. Stuff shifter. We <laughs> stuff send shifter. stuff shifter to a store. But if you were to ask me if I actually made money on these items that I sold, like I, I feel like I made a lot of money, right? I made 200 bucks, bam, and like, Less than twelve hours. Like the the dude showed up at six ten, and then the next day at seven forty five, and bought all my stuff. Right? I probably paid exactly what he paid me to buy all that stuff. So all what I what the hell is two hundred dollars really? It's not. I mean, it's not. Right. Much. And when you when you said that you sold like an Atari twenty six hundred system, full system working with some cartridges. Yep. Plus joysticks an entire and an, uh and joysticks. Joystick. Plus an entire Commodore sixty four system monitor with and, the monitors and everything for like eighty bucks. Yeah. You know that w- when I the first well, Commodore sixty four system was probably five hundred bucks. Six hundred dollars. Six hundred bucks. Five ninety five. That was right? with no games. Right. Or no, it was with BC's Quest for Tires. Ooh. That was the first game I ever bought, and it was the first. It was with the system. Came with the system. Six hundred dollars for the whole thing. So, wow. Yeah. That's. But, but I then again, what the hell? $80? It's, that's nothing for it, that, really, it, because that is a piece of history. Well, that's why. Seriously. That's why I'm if keeping you'd, one. If you'd have hung on to that for another 20 years, you, you might have so? gotten $300 for that. I, yeah, or well. 90. But see, that 90 bucks is probably more like it. But well, I think the point that I'm, I think the point I'm trying to look make. At, look, at, if it would have been in the box, look at that at-at bullshit. Yeah. Look at oh. Look at the Matchbox from from 1950. If you'd have a match, look at the fucking Onus Onus Hunnis Wagner. Wagner card, ten thousand dollars. What the hell is 10, that? Ten thousand. I thought it was more than that. Well, whatever. Like it is. Who knows? Mickey Mantle. What the fuck is that? You know, it's a little. It's a card that came in a pack of bubble gum. Well, my point was with the stuff. Is it? I think a lot of garage sales emphasize this point. Is that we buy all this stuff, we collect all this stuff. And eventually we just sell it, right? Uh, but at least in my experience with this garage sale, I I pretty much just sold it for what I bought it for, and so it's more like, what do you I, like? I I I rented out space to the stuff. Does that make any sense? Like, yeah. I used it a little bit, but more than anything, it just took up space. And then, but it kept you occupied while you did it, and so for, it, it entertained guess, you and it distracted you from from dis- the hard yeah. questions of life, which is what we like to do here in this country: is distract ourselves. Especially since what I brought up before about we don't have to work so hard um, to to procure the means to live. We don't have to work. We don't have to toil in the fields, so we need to entertain ourselves. We have to distract By ourselves. Stuff? Well, yeah, okay. But now another thing that I thought of too I mean, I like along this line stuff. was okay. When I said something about this Honus Wagner card or whatever, right? Yep. It's like ten thousand. Well, now that was a mass-produced thing, and it was no. like, oh, it was sought no. after. That's why it's worth so much, is because it wasn't mass-produced. Okay, but there were at least there's come on, there's a thousand of them. There's ten thousand of them that were made. No, I don't think there's even ten thousand. Uh, there were. Okay. The reason Honus Wagner cards worth so much is because they were originally sold in tobacco packets. Honus Wagner was such a staunch anti-tobacco person that well, he refused to have his cards sold with tobacco products, so they pulled his card out. So for that, whatever right, season right, that right, was, right. whatever. So there's only like whatever. It was a still a mass-produced. His card was like, not though. Okay. That's why it's worth so much. No, my Anyways. point is, I looking at my own life, I actually have a tendency to think, you know what? Um, 
and and this is this is the way I got to this thinking is, okay, if you think about um, like uh, some pottery from an archaeological dig, now that piece of pottery is a one of a kind creation from somebody that made that pottery to use in their everyday life. Now that is something that would, to me, would be worth more than like a, a, a you know a, a, a plastic thing that was a representation of a movie or whatever, or even even a rock. If I go on a hike, okay, on a beach, and I see a beautiful rock, I pick that rock up. Now, that rock is completely and utterly unique. Mm -hmm. Nobody in the world, if they stood in line at 3 in the morning, if they worked at the store, if they worked at the factory where they Nobody made it, they would not rock. know. That rock is, and you know what? The feeling that I had when I was walking down this beach, and I saw this, and I thought to my mind, Wow, that's a beautiful rock. And then I, I thought about, wow, now, how was this rock formed? Is it a, is it a sedimentary rock? Mm -hmm. Was it mm -hmm. a volcanic rock? Was it a, was it a, a metamorphic rock? Did some oh, and, kid and, bring it overseas and right, throw and, it and, here? And, it, and it, it must have been part of a bigger rock at some point. Could have been. It got smashed up, and now it's all smooth because it's of been the, 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 wor water. The, the working of the... Now, this rock is is a completely unique thing, and, and I have a, a little bit of a personal connection to it because... I stumbled upon it on this beach, and I was walking. That right there is worth more than all the things you stand in line for. Maybe not right off the bat. Maybe not like like ooh, ooh but it's not that you get caught up in it emotionally, like you said. You you get you get caught up in the buying uh, uh, the the e the that, e day. Uh, like this, you know, uh, it goes back to the whole consumerism thing where. You but make if you these really think about it, but it's those, easy. Those those unique things that you find. I mean, look at a kid. Look at a kid. You know. I'm gonna start collecting children. Well, not, I'm not saying a kid. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying look through the mind, look through the eyes of a kid. Right. Everything is new. Everything is wonderful, and everything is beautiful. It doesn't have to be. Well, but see what this what the society. Well, now we're gonna get back into consumerism again. But nah, don't do that's it. That's why don't do it. We, more and more, I want to go camping. I want to take Mike. I want to take Lily to 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 the East Coast and the West Coast. And I, uh, but, and the but South not Coast. like not. I don't want to go to Disneyland and say, oh, here's Mickey Mouse and here's right. you know we're gonna ride on this train and we're gonna stay in this hotel and oh we're gonna eat at this hotel. We're gonna eat at this restaurant. No, I want to go and, and camp and and look. All right, well, yeah, these are these are little lobster men, and we're gonna camp, and we're maybe we'll buy a lobster, and then we'll cook it up, and this is this is what we eat. This is where the food comes. These guys, these crusty old curmudgeon guys with the you know beards, have been the lobster boats. They've been they've been catching these lobsters for hundreds of years, and and this is this is where it comes from. And and look at these beautiful rocks, and look at the water, and let's go swimming, and you can you know, I mean, there's that's what life that's diving into life that's immersion that's that's i think it's too hard that's not for me too not hard for, what do you I, mean? I think too hard well i think collecting star wars figures is easier and it, it provides instant. It's a, it's a cop out it's it's instant gratification it's a cop out it's something you can do on a sunday afternoon it's a cop with no out. planning what you mean you can't walk down to olin park and 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 walk around on the beach and go swimming and and find a, a pretty rock or look at a tree and say, my God, look at this tree. Look at this tree. This is a unique tree. It's an individual and all these leaves. And it's and it's creating energy from the sun. And it's and it's been growing here. And it's probably, look, let's, we can put our arms around it. We can't even reach around. It's probably 100 years old. When this And it started out as an acorn. I mean, wow. That's yeah. intense. That's cool. And we can come and visit this tree every day of the year. In the middle of the winter, 
it's it's blowing so we can say let's go look at this tree let's go look at that tree and there it stands there it is doesn't have any leaves it looks like it's dead but you know what let's go visit in the in the springtime look it's got sprouts and it's it's alive it's still alive yeah. and it's another year older now it's 101 years old it's amazing and it look it's it's growing little acorns it's going to drop those and a new tree is going to grow from that you know <laughs> yeah i, I no, mean it's, I, or you could circle sit there of life and you could you could sit there and say oh this Star Wars figure, we could collect this one. Yeah. There's only there's know. only one in every tenth box. <laughs> I, I don't know. You must have it. <laughs> that fucking tree is gonna be there for the next thirty and years. Yeah, but and there's this one over. Star Wars figure. Uh, there's Cut only that tree down, build a nice house. Fucking a. And then you could sit in that house and, and collect my Star Wars, Wars figures. <laughs> I you know I I I hear what you're saying, but I don't know. I no I I see where you're there's, going, coming there's from a too co- is because I. I'm a hypocrite because I like to talk like that, but yet I sit there and look, look at my, you. Look you're at my a per, stuff. you're a purveyor of I, stuff. I have stuff coming out of my ears. <laughs> yeah. I have wait. I was gonna bring that that um, bouncy thing that uh, activity center over today. More. Like, we should get this. We should stuff. get this out of our house. It's it because Lily doesn't use it anymore. Bring it over. I couldn't because I got too much shit in my van. <laughs> I could not even fit it in there. And I just cleaned my van out. Tie it to the roof. Stuff. Okay, well, that, fuck, Whatever folks. happened to that, uh, that desk? And uh, I was like, oh, I'll take this desk. I'll that, put it up here. On your yeah, the garbage man came and took yeah. that away. He, he actually went up behind the tree and took it? There was the arm came and... Did you have to move it back around the tree? Cause I no, he fucking great. He, wow. he, was, he was pretty skilled with that, that mechanical arm thing. You know, folks, Garage Sale, the movie. Hi, folks. Folks. uh, It's coming. Corn folks. And and you know what? Corn folks. I'm going to say this right here. uh, What's today's date? Today's August uh, 21st. 21st. This podcast won't come out for a couple of weeks. Wait a second. Oh, we got three minutes to go for midnight. Oh, it's 11.56. Three minutes to midnight. Oh, dude. We should go see. You know who's coming to town? Who? The Misfits and Motorhead. No, I don't want to see them. Really? No. Wow. But I'm 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 telling you wow. right here. You should listen to some Motorhead. On this Motorhead podcast rocks. right here on August. What Misfits is it? Misfits and Motorhead. They're coming what? like. Wait, it's wait, like wait, wait, wait. Let me do this thing. Let me let me, wow. let me let me. What is it? It's the twenty first, August twenty first, at eleven fifty seven p.m. I am writing, and and perhaps you'll help me with this, Eric. Uh, garage sale the movie. So, listeners, I'll, I'll act. I'm a good actor. Listeners. Now we're gonna write this thing. And we're gonna fucking sell it to. We're gonna sell it to Hollywood. We're gonna go to Hollywood, Try and we're gonna become. Pictures. We're gonna become stars. Blue Hawaii, blue Wisconsin. I'm a blue. I have been talking about writing a movie for 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 however long I've been talking about writing a movie. You uh, already made two of them. I made two documentary type movies, and now I want to write one. And I think Garage Sale the movie is my film. So, All right. I'm folks there. listening to the podcast, if you steal my idea. Somehow, some way, it's trademarked, and this this podcast is my my copyright, our copyright, dude. And you know what? Anytime you need ideas, no, oh, yeah, you come to the store because Ooh, it's yeah. basically a garage sale. I just I just sit in the corner and watch. Uh, you know what? You can run the store. <laughs> I will I will give you the keys to the store, and I will give you all the computer codes. And it's Erica has run the store. Yeah, it's you just. And you, it's amazing. The last note she wrote me, she was like, oh, my God, Eric, like all the crazy people came in today because it's amazing the um, the, the variety of humanity that comes into places like that. I mean, I have garage sale every day of my oh. life. 
It's, so how how I don't know, man. This how does how does this this is a long podcast? How do we how does this interconnect with uh, anything? Does it? Is that we started talking about making a movie? Well, no, we started talking. We about, started uh, talking about nicknames. nicknames. That was just kind of a bullshit intro. I was. Yeah, well, we, we well, we've talked about a lot of different things, you know. Oh. All right, well, well, making a movie, yeah. garage sales. I mean, it's 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 a it's a cross section of of human life. You know, it, it really is. It's about collecting. It's a well, it's a, it's a metaphor, and it's about you know what it's about. It's 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 little tiny battles. It's we a got, metaphor for DNA. We, DNA is garage sale. We it's got like, to. Oh, wrap, you 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 you. Because DNA, what DNA does, and evolution, what evolution does, is it picks and chooses the 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 bits that should be carried on, and that should be saved, and the, the what it wants to collect. Oh well, let's see what's good this year because the, it's a drought year. Well, let's see the people that have you know longer arms or. Sure. I mean it's it's I mean that's kind of weird. That's kind of a stretch. In but. your garage sale experience, did you have ever have people that lost their battle? Ed just walked away. For example, come up to you with a 25-cent glass and say, I'll give you a nickel for this glass. And you're like, no, it's a quarter. And I, they put it back I, and be like, nope, I won't I don't stand my ground that way. I will back down almost every time. Oh. I'm I'm empathetic to people. I will be like, okay, you know what? I want to get rid of it, and you really want it. Fine, take it. I don't Because I saw a big cross-section of our garage sale as – like the DVDs I sold, this woman had every DVD I had for sale within seventy the first, bucks. I'll give you sixty five dollars for these DVDs, and I'm like, no, well, they're priced at seventy dollars. It's two hours into the uh, into the garage sale. I'll sell them to you for seventy dollars. Sixty five dollars. She ended up buying them, but I guess my that's not a good point. The point is, we had some people come towards the end of our garage sale when we had everything marked off like fifty percent. It's like the last two hours of the, of the garage sale. And they're still, like, trying to get a rock. Here's a good one. Even more than 50% off? Here's a good one. This was before the 50% off. I had this Burlington Coat Factory coat that three years ago I paid 120 bucks for, right? Wore it, whatever, done with it. I'm selling it for 5 bucks. I had it on my rack for $5. $120 quote, 5 bucks. And this woman's like, yeah, um... Well, I was just wondering, would you go down on this at all? And I'm looking at the coat. I'm like, there, there's no tears in it. There's no stains in it. It doesn't stink. It's clean. We washed it. I'm like, uh, four? I was thinking more like two. And I'm like, I can't even believe I'm having this conversation with you. I mean, it's a $120 coat that you want to buy from me for two bucks. And and so I think I finally settled with her. I, I did the empathy thing, like like you said, and I think I settled with like three fifty or whatever. But this woman, I could tell from her from her uh, demeanor and from everything that she was giving off that she was not gonna buy this unless she got a deal on it. So it was like her little battle, and she won that battle because she was able to talk me down from five dollars to three and a half dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't know. If I found a, a a fucking winter coat at a garage sale for five bucks and I liked it, I wouldn't. I don't know. She's probably the kind of woman that she took that coat though and she like uh, won her little battle and yeah. she put it in her car with ten other, other four hundred other things. Yeah, that she won the battle with, and she drove around feeling good for about an hour. Yeah, and then she maybe, got home. She pulled a- in the driveway. 
And her and you know her husband came. I was like, "What, what the, the hell did you just buy?" This? And she's like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" I'm gonna take it all the goodwill right. tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah, probably. But she Fucking felt it's, it's it's shopping makes people feel good. Powerful. Oh, sales. Oh my God. Like shopping. when you go to Kohl's. Look at the now shoes. Look Kohl's at the is shoes. kind of a regional thing for Madison, but on any day of the week, any time of the year, tools. if you oh, go to Kohl's, if you go to Kohl's department store, everything is always sixty percent off. Yeah, but everything at Kohl's is always like fifty dollars for a pair of pants. But it's the mentality. You go into right. Kohl's and you're like, this. It's all 60% off, so I can buy 60% more stuff. Whoops, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. It's little battles, little consumer, consumerism, greediness. Uh, Why are we getting back? What the fuck? Every single time we talk about this. Every (sighs) single time. Sorry, folks. We'll have to edit that out. Next we're gonna week, make a movie. uh, We're gonna make a movie about garage sales. Next week, we're gonna. What are we gonna talk about next week? Let's talk about something uh, uplifting, happy, fluffy. Clouds, purple. Let's talk about purple, Japan's fluffy, purple, pop culture. Purple, 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 fluffy clouds. Little, little fluffy clouds. Little fluffy little, clouds. Little, 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 In fact, that's the song that we're going to go out on it's, because it's Do you the know that song? The, I do. It's the oh, it's, legendary it's, Pink Dots. No, it's the orb. Oh, it's the orb. Whoops. Oh, well. Oh, well. All right, well. What were the skies like when you were little? Oh, they were the most beautiful skies. They went on. They were purple and red. Say goodnight. Uh, folks, I hope you've been enjoying this episode of the podcast, of TFI the, cast. No, not the, just TFI cast. Come to our garage sale. Come to our massive garage sale of and the mind. We are selling movie. ideas. Oh, there you Rock go. Rock bottom prices. Um, sir, I liked your idea, but I'll, will you take 15 cents for it? I, I only want to listen for 15 minutes. I don't have an hour to spend. Can I just, can you condense it into 15 <laughs> minutes? Could you edit it down for me? All right. That's it. We're done. Don't don't buy anything for full price. Oh, absolutely always haggle. Don't buy anything that doesn't have a price tag. What? That was kind of dumb. I'm sorry. Try again. Um...